All right, we're here with the Voice of the Reaper podcast with T.G. Reaper, horror author, uh, screenwriter, um, chef, what else? Cat lover. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he likes cats. I hate the damn things myself. (laughs) And I'm co-host Patrick Weatherby. And uh, co-host ever. That's right. And, uh, well, Reaper, what's on your mind, man? And I was wanting to, like, discuss horror movies, you know, just horror in general, but horror movies, what makes them good, what makes them bad, you know, what, what um, well, what I, thought process goes into, uh, I, well, since we're going to be talking about horror films, like, I gotta say, um, you know, I was really bummed out with hearing about Wes Craven, that kind of, oh, yeah, was yeah. it last week that happened? yeah. I know, we we lost a good one there. Man, it was brilliant. Just completely brilliant. It was sad to see another one yeah, of us I mean, go. When I was a kid, Nightmare on Elm Street, oh my God, that, that terrified me. I was, uh, gosh, I don't know, maybe like five years old when I seen that. Not not a good movie for a five-year-old, but still, I mean, without a doubt, it uh, has for sure influenced me and the stuff that I do. Is it? How about you? Uh, yeah, actually, um, people under the stairs was more of an influence to me because show me how crazy people can be. And I mean, this that was just that whole family, that whole house. It really, really opened me up to the world of horror. I mean, I, I'll I'll still give yeah. uh, I'll still give King credit because I read The Shining and said, "Man, I could do better than that," which I haven't done yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah, people under the stairs like. That the the um the dad and his wife or the mom I don't can't remember their names but man the, they were kind of creepy <laughs> yeah they were the whole S and M outfits that's <laughs> just yeah, that's he, just a wacky, wacky he had the movie. shotgun and he was just like running around shooting up his own house it's like <laughs> boom boom just blasting holes through the walls case. they were after the oh, what was the guy. The son was it one of their sons or something? Roach or something? yeah, yeah. I think. Oh yeah. my god, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another Wes Craven film I really like, Vampire in Brook or yeah, Vampire in Brooklyn Vampire with Eddie Brooklyn, Murphy. Yes, <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, that was hilarious. I loved his accent in that movie. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. So. Wes Craven, rest in peace, sir. And yes. That's, oh man, that's that's someone that I really was hoping that I'd get the chance to meet. Him, John Carpenter, mm. of course Stephen King would be really cool to meet. Uh, yeah. And I, I hope someday, you know, get to meet these guys. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely, um, at least... In our in our line, they're they're like our role models, you know. I mean, they're like the pioneers. I mean, I'm sure they had people that they looked up to as well. But I mean, they're the, they're the masters. Yeah, you know, they're they're the true masters of, of this whole genre. And um, I don't makes you wonder who they could have possibly been looking up to because before them, we really don't hear of anybody. You know, maybe maybe the guy that came up with Notice for Atu, but yeah. I was back in the silent screen days, and who, who, you know, that's, I don't know. Well, we had our Frankenstein, our Wolfman, and our... That's true. Our Mummy, and... Mary Shelley, and Bram Stoker, and all of them. Yeah, that is true. Um, I guess that would be who they'd be looking up to. Really. um, So, I guess, since we're talking about horror films, do you... I know it's hard to pick a favorite. I mean, that's... Anyone ask me, like, what's your favorite movie? Oh, it's like, God, geez. Uh, <laughs> give me an easier question. But, like, what, you know, maybe, you know, your top three, like, that you could maybe okay. place. Top three, I think, in third place would probably be Christine. Only okay. because I love that car. That car was so cool looking. So nothing, nothing about the writing or, or yeah, they, or, the movie was good. It too. was just oh, I had a cool car. Yeah, it was a horror film, but yeah, yeah that car was amazing. Um, <clears throat> number two would have to go to Phantasm. That, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Wow, and that, I, I watched that the first time as a kid, and 
the tall man. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, Angus Scrum just, uh, he was the man, you know, he, he was just so cool. Yeah, my buddy uh, Gary, he's a musician, and, like, that's, his, that soundtrack, he says that's one of the, the greatest soundtracks ever as far as, like, horror films. You know, oh, yeah. other than me, like, a Halloween. You know, going back to Carpenter a little bit. Yeah. So we got uh, Christine, Phantasm, and what, what's the next one? Number one for me, and the only reason that it is number one because it's an old movie. It's just because of the way it was done, the way it was filmed, was just crazy. And that's The Legend of Hell House. That will always be my number one. I mean, things were moving in that movie. On the walls, shadows were moving. Sometimes the actors reacted to it. Sometimes they didn't. It, it was just so realistic. It was like, you know, I mean, if you're walking around through this house, you may not notice these shadows and things moving. And they acted like nothing was happening. And it was like anybody was watching them. Like, you just wonder, what's the house going to do next? It's just a crazy, crazy good movie. Awesome. Yeah, I got to say, <sighs> gosh. Well, number three, maybe Evil Dead 2. I, I know oh, it's yeah. not like a horror, horror film, I'm, I'm a, but I'm a big Raimi fan, big Bruce Campbell fan. You know, they're yeah. both Michigan guys and... It's fun horror. Yeah. I, fun horror is great. It yeah. Really is. So I got to say three, be Evil Dead 2. Um, probably uh, another horror master, Clive Barker. I got to go with Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. There you go. Pinhead. Yeah. Man, that, that was a great, great movie. <laughs> and there's the Reaper. It's probably his agent calling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got to turn his cell phone off during the podcast. Yeah, my bad, people. Sorry. Gosh, no respect for your your oh, fans and listeners. Like my, it was like my actual phone itself. <laughs> I'm turning that off. Uh, uh, so Hellraiser, and gosh, number one, and I don't know. Maybe a Nightmare on Elm Street. There's well, okay. Which was the one with uh, Freddy, where he's got his arms like grow out to the side, and he's like oh. walking down the alleyway or whatever. Oh man, I can picture that scene. Yeah, in my that mind. that freaked me out. So, oh my gosh. I want to say that was the second, maybe the third one, one of the two. Yeah, that was oh wow. I think my favorite one was uh, from that series was the Dream Warriors. Well, that girl kept getting yeah. stronger every time her friend would die. She'd get a little bit stronger. Th- yeah, that one had kind of almost like a little bit of an adventure feel to it. Yeah. So that- yeah. That's kind of cool watching them kick each other's asses. <laughs> so um, what what do you like more contemporary stuff? Is there anything that's... That's kind of jumping out at you that you enjoyed recently? Um, yeah, you kind of. Um, I kind of like Ouija. That was kind of kind of cool. I like, you know, they're they're looking through the pen chat and you could see the, the ghost girl and then the crazy looking old woman that was her mother. That was kind of cool. That was nice. Nice, nice plot twist. I don't want to give the plot twist away, but it was kind of yeah. a nice plot twist to it, too. Gosh, I'm trying to... It's been a while since I've seen a horror film in the theater or or at home. Oh, uh, Babadook. I, I watched that oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. on Netflix uh, a little while ago. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Some Definitely some creepy-ass scenes in it for sure. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty good. My daughter, Rebecca, she didn't like it. But what was her complaint? Like, why didn't she like it? Uh, I think it just kind of bored her, basically. What? Yeah. These I, damn kids. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's kind of my fault, though, because, you know, I, I was raised on horror, and I raised them on horror, so, like, stuff... They're desensitized to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't scare us. It takes a really good movie to actually freak us out, and... 
That one just didn't do it for her. Hmm. On the flip side of it, as far as bad horror goes, um, good lord, there's a whole shopping list of those I could go through. Um, but recent, recent, recent ones, um, for me personally, uh, Drag Me to Hell was a laugh fest. It's a Raimi film. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, well, you know. You want to. We all have bad days. All right, you want to talk about a bad movie? If, <laughs> Birdemic 2. Oh, Has yeah. anyone else seen this damn movie? Yeah, oh, my I God. Tried. You even know about it? Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? You're as crazy as I am. I, <laughs> I was over at Art Gleason's house, and I can't remember if he. He showed it to me, or we were just like, uh, he. I think he has like Roku or something like that. That's why I got the house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was somehow like, I was like, oh, Bird Demic Two. What is this? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. The best part about that movie is there's this uh, blonde girl in it, and she she's actually like making a good effort to do some acting, <laughs> and oh, other than that. There's a scene at the tar pits, which was just about as uneventful as actually going to the tar pits. You think it's going to be this real cool place, and it just smells real bad, and nothing really happens. Yeah. yeah. So what's... Okay, did you did you watch Birdemic 2? Or not, did you, not all the way through. Oh, wow, imagine that. Someone yeah. didn't watch it all the way through. Yeah, no. Did you get to the part where you've seen like, the hokey like animated ambulance come up? Were they at the beach? No, I don't, oh, I don't remember. Okay, that was probably at the 10-minute mark, so I, I uh, can understand if you didn't make it that far. Yeah. But there was actually these, these scenes where they were, like, swimming, and uh, it was just, like, this hokey animation, like, mixed in with it. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. But, you know, I, I mean... It's a it's a feature film. I mean, they at least they did something, you know. Right, that's true. Yeah. It's, I, as, if there's anything I know, how it's how hard to make a film is. Yeah. And so I mean, I can't uh, get on them too hard. At least they shot something and got it out there. Yeah. Uh, the king of all bad horror films is Troll Two. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh man. They never made a Troll One. All the actors pretty much talked directly to the camera. They um they have absolutely no real plot, no real anything. Yeah, I seen uh there's a documentary on on the 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 main guy in that. Did you see that? The the blonde guy, yeah. Yeah, he like he still pushes for people to to go see it like at Comic Cons and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Was he at Comic Con? I don't know if he was at this one around here, but I know he's been to him though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man would will would Literally go door to door with flyers trying to get people to watch this movie. Well, hey, I mean, he's pumped up about it. You know. yeah, the director thinks it's a great film. He doesn't <laughs> understand why nobody likes it. Wasn't he like some Italian guy or yep. something? Yep. <laughs> well, that's a great thing about her, you know, art is that there's there's so much to choose from. There, you know, if you don't like it, you can always. Look at something else. Yep. Watch a different movie. Read a different book. You know, plenty, plenty of them out there. That's why, you know, I kind of, you know, if something's bad, it's like, okay, it's bad. But you get people that just go to town on stuff, and it's like, well, geez, man, if you don't like it that much, stop go watch watching. something else. Yeah, stop God. watching it, yeah. That's, that's the thing with me. I, I, I like movies that are so bad they're good. You know, those, there's, there's, there's not that horror entertainment. It's just good fun. You know, yeah. There's just so many, and and you see like a lot of them, like in the horror movies, um, like like in the horror movies, stuff. like um, like with our with our buddy Creepy Clyde and and and, and Wolfman Mac, you know, the, the some of the movies they host, they're just fun, fun horror. Um, I mean, they're not necessarily overly scary or overly graphic, and they don't need to be. They're entertaining, yeah. like your Evil Dead too. Yeah, you know, with Army of Darkness, all of those are just fun, entertaining. They got. The horror elements are in there, but they're not like 
Without making it so graphic, you can't stand to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's just fun stuff. And um, shout out, by the way, to Wolfman Mac <laughs> on your new show. Good job, good job. Creepy Clyde, good job with the new band. Haven't heard you guys yet, but planning on it at some point. Uh, keep up the good work. Oh, and Roxy Tyler, welcome back. I saw that you uh, signed in the other day. Good deal, good deal. It's <laughs> friends of yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few years ago, I was writing uh, uh, like a blog thing for um, Padded Room, and I got to interview like a bunch of horror hosts and hostesses, and they're really a fun group of people. You know, and they room. and they know all about fun horror. Is that a, a, a magazine? I was like an online type of easing type of thing. Okay. Um, it went on like I had a website at the time that I was putting them on, and um, I think I put them on my one of my Facebook pages too. I think it was, uh, I think it was my Reaper page, one of the two pages. Um, but yeah, they were great. I mean, I got to got to talk to, to Melvin and, and Victor Scary and a bunch of different ones. And they're all really, really cool, down-to-earth people that just love fun horror. They just, you know, it's just, it's just a fun thing. It is uh, getting close to Halloween. What's, uh, what's on the Reaper's agenda? Any, any book signings or uh, special appearances going to be happening? Um, none that I've been aware of. What the hell's this agent doing, man? You need to get some stuff going. I know, I know, I hear you. It's Halloween and the Reaper's not going to be out. Uh... I know, I don't know, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, we'll have to work on that for sure. I've been signing some books, so people have been, like, actually buying my books again. Amazon sold out of a couple of them. Well, yeah, it's it's Halloween. It's that time of year. Yeah, it's, it's kind of good. Well, I had a couple couple different people. Um, there's a person I see on Tuesdays... Um, She's got to be, like, one of my biggest fans. It's like every every time she finishes one of my books, she's got another one for me to sign for. Wow. Yeah, it's been nice. Um, but since Jackson no longer believes in bookstores, I just don't get to do the signings as much as I used to. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. So, um, horror films. What, uh... Do you, do you have certain rules when you watch a film that uh, you expect this horror film to uh, to go by? Or what is your philosophy in the in watching? Well, I, I, base it, I base it on the same um, same rules that I give myself for my writing. Um, someone's got to die quick. There's got to be some kind of action that starts it out. Um, I, I had no problem with a slow burn. Like, um, Mulberry Street was major slow burn zombie movie. But, um, it was, they made it interesting, though. They, they had enough of a horror element going on at the beginning that that still made it fun. Um, that's one of the few exceptions. But normally, something crazy's gotta be happening. Um, so right at the, right out the gate, something's, something's gotta go, someone's, some, someone's gotta scream, someone's gotta bleed, someone's gotta die right away. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 like the number one rule, um, and it can't be like something scary, and then two and a half hours of people building up their character, and then another five minutes of scary, and then the movie's over. That doesn't really work for me either. It's got to be so. It's got to be paced really well. So um, all you, all you uh, young uh, horror filmmakers out there, listen to what Reaper's saying. Yeah, because there's there's a few films out there that like they're so concerned with. Uh, Blood and gore, no character development. Right. Blood and gore, no character development. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, see, so you got you to gotta keep it, you know, 50-50. I mean, it's cool to develop, but put some scary in there, too. It's cool to have the scary in there, but develop some people, too. Make us want to uh, want to feel for these people. Because I'm watching this show right now um, on Sunday nights. It's the, the Walking Dead spinoff. Oh, the Fear of the Walking Dead? Yeah, and it's like... Okay. It's, I love seeing the zombies and stuff, but the way the characters are developed, I could care less if they all die. What? <laughs> you don't like, don't like the dad? You don't like the mom or the... Any of them? 
Any of the kids? The boy or the girl? No. The dad's basically a floor mat. <laughs> he kind of is. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's a floor mat. Nobody likes this guy. I feel bad about that. It, it but... does. I got to admit that the relationship between the mom and dad, it feels a little forced. Because, yeah. like, any time they're together, she's like, oh, babe. Oh, oh, honey. And she, like, you know, any time they're together, she's always leaning in for a kiss or something. It's like they're trying to... To like oversell the relationship, it's yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it just I don't know. the The formula just isn't there. I mean, as much as I love the well, Walking Dead, that one just isn't doing it. I th- I think you might be onto something because like, yeah, in in the uh, in the Walking Dead, like you you really latch on to the characters quick. You do. You do. Yeah. If if you don't like one, there's there's someone that you're gonna like. You're gonna either like Rick, Shane, uh, Glenn, Glenn, Carl. No one likes Carl. Forget that. Yeah, uh, that kid's just a nut. T Dog or Merle or any of those guys. Like they, yeah. I you were instantly, yeah. You know, linking into them. Where is on fear? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think you're onto something. Yeah, it's just not there. There's just no... I mean, the kids are all brats, you know. Um, what do you think the one kid that, like, she took his knife and he's like, I want my knife back. No. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of cool. <laughs> do you think he's kind of like the Glenn of this series? Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, maybe Maybe we're just getting set up. Maybe, like, okay, we're on, what, episode three now? Yeah, I think so. Maybe in like episode five, they're just gonna wipe out that entire group, and we're gonna get to the real group. Be just the kid with his knife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I, I watch it, and I, I try so hard to like these people. Well. And... Yeah, oh. and two. I guess you know it's it's not a movie. No. So, you know, we figure the typical horror films, what, hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes, roughly. Yeah. You don't really have much time to like those characters. Whereas on a series, they can kind of develop them. Right. Right. But I, like I said, I, you know, I do kind of feel what you're saying where you're not really. Yeah, they're not really developing them. They're just the same people every week. There's no, there's no growing. There's no. Well, I think it's only the third, fourth episode. So I mean, maybe, maybe they're just you know slowly going to develop. Yeah, them. yeah. I'd say at least give the first season a shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Always give her a shot, and you can always hate it later. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping it'll get better. And I watched last night's and it is zombie trying to get through the water. That, that little Chinese lady trying to get through the, the wooden fence thing there. And kept thinking, man, somebody just opened the door, let that woman go. <laughs> huh. Now, oh, now when we're talking horror films, do you do you lean towards a certain type like uh, zombies, vampires? Oh, ghost, ghost stories. Ghost stories. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like having something there that you cannot. Literally cannot fight. I mean, I guess demon possession would be pretty close too. But you know, I don't know. I'm 35 years martial arts training. I see somebody with a knife. You know, punch him in the throat. Let's see him be crazy now. You know, <laughs> that's just how I look at those movies, and they just kind of like bore me. They're like, yeah, okay, he's got a machete. I would do this, 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 and this. You know, um, I know for a lot of people though, those type of movies are really good movies to them. So I mean, I won't, I won't like. Knock any of them. You know, they're all great. You know, they're all iconic, especially the Friday the 13th series. really iconic. I did love the remake of that one. I don't normally like remakes. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's uh, more of the ghost story, more of the, you know, the invisible yeah. force in the room. You don't know what it's thinking, what it's going to do next. Oh, you know. well, did you see the new Poltergeist? Oh, not yet. I love the trailer for it, though. The clown thing looked cool. Yeah, I... I, you know, from the people I talked to, they said they weren't that thrilled with it, but... Oh, that's what I was afraid of. Remakes, man, I'm telling you. I've seen the trailer for that Krampus movie. Did you see the trailer for that? Yeah, it's the Santa Claus looking thing. Yeah. 
Nope. It looks like some little kids are going to die. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that, might, that one might be kind of fun. And it's, you know, there's... It's been a while since we've seen a good uh, good Christmas horror film. Like, yeah. Like, Gremlins, I guess that's kind of... Yeah. It, you know, it's a little comedy, but, you know, it's it's kind of a horror film. And then, uh, I guess one of the most recent ones would be um, Stephen C. Miller's uh, Silent Night. Well, Deadly, Deadly Night? Well, yeah, they, I think it was just called Silent Night, the new one. Okay, yeah. But, um, man, that was... Uh, Pretty uh, intense. I don't know if you've seen that one. But, um, yeah, so it's kind of neat to have a, a new Christmas horror film. Yeah, those, those could be fun. And I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure this one's going to be released in a theater, so that'd be fun to go to. <laughs> yeah, I know, um, uh, what was that one series? Uh... Oh, man, what was it? The Snowman, the Killer Snowman. Really, uh, Jack Frost. Jack Frost, yes. Is, oh, wait, those cracked me. Was up. that with Michael Keaton? No, he or, made. Yeah, <laughs> there was like <laughs> he made one. Well, yeah, there was like yeah. a family movie, like a family yeah. Jack Frost, and then there was like the like a horror a one. Horror, wasn't there? he came out about the same time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, another. Another movie, so bad that it's good, and incredibly funny to me was uh, Drive Through. Drive Through? Yeah. Tell me about it. I've I've heard about this one. <laughs> this clown ghost person who um, haunts haunts a restaurant, and I mean, there's a reason for it, but right now I can't think of it. But I don't know. The opening scene just sticks in my mind where. Um, these people go up to the drive-through, and they're like, they're like they're they're trying to put it. And the place is closed. I mean, it's you can tell it's closed. Lights are out, but these guys are drunk, stoned. They pull up to the drive-through, the the speaker box, and they're trying to put it in order. And this clown is just just giving it to them. You know, they're they're like, um, it's not like, played by Sid Haig, is it? I I don't know if he's in this <laughs> one or not. Um, when you're describing it, it totally sounds like a... Like a Hague project? Yeah, like a thousand <laughs> corpses, you know? Yeah. Well, no, this is a younger guy. But they, um, like, they'll go up there, they're like, Hey, we want a couple of cheeseburgers? And he goes, yeah, and I want to fuck your mother. <laughs> and they're like, you want a what? So, oh, um, do you want fries with that order? <laughs> huh. It's just the whole movie is like that. It's, just, it's hilariously bad and good at the same time. Like, it's like you're rooting for this clown. Because the people in the movie are just the the characters are just they they need to die. <laughs> and oh, it sounds like a lot of people in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this dude should be the ma- manager at McDonald's. I mean, he is he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he's already a clown. But um, yeah, that's 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 another one of my um, fun horror go to movies. <laughs> well, since you bring up McDonald's, <laughs> yeah, as much as I. You know, don't really want to eat there anymore. How hard is it to understand cheese and ketchup only? Oh, I know. I'm giving them less work to do. You think they'd be thrilled, like, oh, this guy doesn't want cheese or ketchup. Cool, we'll just put the burger together and give it to him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, not, not, not so much, unfortunately. They're just very glad I'm not... Uh, is it Michael Douglas from Falling Down? Yes. <laughs> I want breakfast. Oh, man. That was a great movie, too. <laughs> but if you ever dealt with L.A. traffic, you'd understand what the guy's going through. you kind of feel a little sympathy for him. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine having to drive over. Chicago's bad enough. Imagine LA is like probably three times the size. Oh, forget that. Speaking of uh, like other places, mm-hmm. is the Reaper uh, going to be making any appearances in any uh, any cities or anything around the country? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Nothing yet. 
nothing. All yet. right. Well, yeah. maybe in a later podcast we'll uh, let people know about some dates or something where you may be appearing. That'd be great. That'd be really good. Love meeting fellow horror lovers. Man, I used, that's what I miss about my book signings, man. I mean, some of them, it'd be like a Halloween party. We'd be, like, comparing skull necklaces and shit. Huh. Nice. Man, I, I miss that. I really do. Um, oh, that's an interesting. I just thought of, like, uh, like you do e-books, right? Or are you just uh, paperback? Uh, both. Both, yeah. What are you, are, do you have... Like the sales, I mean, if you're not selling a lot of books, it's kind of hard to do a book signing. Right. But well, if, yeah. you're, if you're selling, uh, like, you know, paperbacks, then, of course, you can do some signing, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish, um, the only thing I could really offer as far as um, e-books, I don't offer the publisher does, is every once in a while they'll knock the price down or they'll just give it away free for a day or two just to get people to read my huh. work. And then, um, you know, idea is they like that so much they'd be willing to go back and pay a dollar or a few dollars whatever it is for yeah to get themselves a copy of more of my stuff that's i've been noticing like some in, interesting pricing i just watched um a movie called deep web it's a documentary by alex winter who is uh was in the bill and ted movie with keanu reeves and he was actually in lost boys as well and he he basically um, followed the story of the guy that supposedly created the Silk Silk Road uh, website. It's a really interesting documentary. If uh, anyone likes documentaries, I highly suggest it. It's called Deep Web. But anyway, on their website, they actually had um, uh, like a, a a baseline price. I think it was like twelve ninety nine. You get a digital copy plus like five bonus. I think it's five bonus uh, videos. And it had a slider where you could, if you wanted to pay more, you could pay more for it. Like, if you thought, like, you know, you he, you valued this movie more than what, you know, they were asking, I think it was like twelve ninety nine or something like that, you could actually pay more if you thought, you know, you really appreciated their work, which I've never seen that before, and I thought it was really an interesting uh, yeah, pricing kinda, strategy. Kind of cool. So basically, it's like, this is our price, plus if you'd like to donate more, that's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good idea. You know, I, for <laughs> artists, I think it's, it's, you know, concept worth maybe trying. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is too. So if we're talking about horror films, what do you, do you have any scripts you're working on right now or, or anything that's in uh, going to be produced or shots anytime soon? Um... Well, I got some stuff, um, it's not horror, but I do have some action films, um, well, one in particular, in the process of being shot, um, I kind of, I kind of got involved with the, uh, foreign market a little bit, and I've had some good luck with action, action type of movies, um, really, really great uh, theater group, um, the director also acts in some of the films, and he's just amazing. He's a really great guy. Uh, we consider each other brothers. He's such a just 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 a cool guy. And um, you know, I was just talking to him recently, and he's talking about well, we were both talking about uh, you know um, doing something together again. You know, I mean, he's he's here in America now, and so. I don't know, I'm hoping that that'll be a, a good opportunity, something good. Um, awesome. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's still getting himself reestablished, and so I'm kind of kind of holding off, waiting to see, because I don't want to, like, start a project and I have to stop to go you know, write, write another one. Um, but I have been brainstorming a few horror ideas, which um, there's one in particular that I saw a video clip of, of this movie, this foreign film, and I was like, man, I need to write something like this. It was, uh, kind of, kind of like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, only they're fighting zombies instead of vampires, and I don't know what it was about it, but it was just so freaking cool. This girl was just, like, locked in the school, and 
he's just fighting him left and right with a comma, which is like a like a, a sickle type of weapon. And she's fighting him in this hallway, and then she, you know, she's like exhausted. She's like dropped 20, 30 of these things that were all charging her. And she looks out the window, and there's like a hundred of them coming towards her in the schoolyard. And it's just, I don't know, it's just the camera angle. It's just so heroic looking. It's like she just throws a katana, and she's just like waiting for him. You know, I mean, exhausted as she is, she's going to go out fighting. I'm thinking, man, what? I need to write something like that. It's so cool. What, and what's it called? Ah, oh, man, what is that movie called? Um, oh, man. I know. See, you build up this great movie. <laughs> I want to see it. Some hot chick kicking she zombie is, ass. She and ass yeah. You can't even tell me the title of it, dude. Uh, what the hell? Yeah. Um, he ain't, he ain't a, he ain't a, Ah, uh, whatever. Just next time, write it down. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I can yeah. go look it up and anyone listening, you know, can check it out because... It's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Oh, zombie. Oh, He's thinking. He's thinking. What is it? Smokes porn. Um, zombie something? Uh, z- zombie schoolgirl? Actually, that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess we're in the, the, we're in the right ballpark. Yeah. I want to say it was called... Was it, was it the zombie school or something like that. No, but it's really, really good. I love Japanese horror anyway, and that's just really, I don't know. Their concept of horror just clicks really well for me. What what would you say would be a, a good, like for someone that's never seen Japanese horror mm-hmm. and they're curious about it, what, what, what would you direct them to? Oh, the... Not our version, but their version of the eye. Um, the eye three, I believe. Yeah, is incredible. It's like I know I just got done talking about building up and leveling out in the pacing, but it's like there's something ghostly happening in almost every scene, and it's just so freaking awesome the way they do it. I mean, they're, they're like they're developing the character and they're developing the ghosts at the same time. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, I would highly, highly recommend that one. The Eye. Part 3. The Eye 3. The Eye 3. Eye 3. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the whole idea behind it is, like, when people have a near-death experience, they get the eye where they can see the dead. And this girl almost dies. She's pregnant. Um, she almost dies. And, like, when she does come back, she's seeing the dead. Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. She sees dead people. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're funny, too. Um, not like, ha-ha funny, but huh. they mess with her a lot. You know, it's just... And there's so many different things going on, different folklores that they explore in this movie. Uh, I mean, I could just... Oh, man. <laughs> Calm down, Reaper. I know. <laughs> Calm down, take a deep breath. Love Japanese horror. <laughs> Don't let the ghosts get you excited like that. Oh, they do, too. That movie's amazing. I'm going to go and watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was uh, on the way over to, to meet Reaper for the podcast. He actually, he lives kind of close to a prison. And uh, there was there was a guy out there with the, the orange jumpsuit, and he was picking stuff up. And I thought, man, what would it be like if I just pulled over and said, hey, Wanna, wanna get in and escape? <laughs> I just drive this guy wherever he wanted to go, and like, you know, get him a nice meal uh, and uh, some clothes. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like the temptation. Like, okay, you're you're uh, you're in prison. You're outside. You know, obviously you're you're doing something good in there because they're letting you pick up trash outside of the the fence. And all of a sudden, this uh, vehicle pulls up and is offering you a ride out. Man, that, that, that's a good horror story plot right there. Yeah, man. that's what exactly what I was thinking. I was like, man, you're kind of a good uh, good start to a horror film. I mean, you can go two ways. The driver can be, like, psycho crazy, or the driver ends up on a milk carton. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can, you can go either way with that. 
Yeah, I was thinking the the driver would be like the the nefarious. Yeah, the nefarious character because you know it's just too obvious. Oh, the the prisoner is the bad guy. Right. You know, change things up and you know make the driver the bad guy. And oh man, yeah, it's just so tempting. Does he escape? Or does he, you know, stay there and do whatever he's doing and, you know, get out? And when he's supposed to get out? Can you imagine if, like, the person picking him up was, like, a religious leader? Huh. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like some kind of religious cult or something. Tell him the Lord has sent me to pick you up. Yeah. Lord must punish you for your sins. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Guy is gonna make me listen to some church music, but hey, he's giving me a ride out of prison. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Be tempting. Reminds me of the um, the whole religious aspect. Reminds me of the movie Rest Stop. Rest Stop. Yeah, one guy's like um, like a killer. He's like you know he's killing people around this rest stop. And he's got these friends who are very, um... Was that with John Cusack, or, uh... Was he that? I think he might have been the driver of the, uh... The or S- there was RV. Hotel something, or... Oh, I know which one or, you're talking about, Or yeah. maybe it was Rust Out. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're, you're talking about Vacancy. Vacancy, That's okay. That's a good one. That's a good movie, too. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one was, um... I was some known actor that was, like, driving this, uh... RV and he was like friends with uh, the killer and it was like mm-hmm. this girl gets away from the killer and he's the RV guy picks her up and they're all singing Heinz and or Hymns whatever they call it and just cruising along and you know and then they pull up and then this guy just kind of drives right up to him <laughs> and they're like oh what's our friend and it's like the killer it's um that guy just get away a posh with uh, leave it to me but that's a pretty good film though if anybody has not seen it yet I recommend it I think there's like two or three of them out now you, you'll either love me or hate me for it, hmm. but it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good movie. More creepy, but still fun horror. What? Okay, um, I've never asked you uh, what you thought about the Saw series. What was your take on that? Oh, man, Saw. Um, I like it better than the Hostel series. Um, it's kind of the, we're on the same lines, but... He's kind of like, he's, he's kind of like, um, it's kind of like teaching them, though, you know, he's kind of like, you know, what you're doing is wrong, you know, what I'm doing is no better, so I'm freaking killing you, but, um, you know, he, it's like he has a, a moral compass that he's, that he's following, um, I mean, it's not just random killing, I mean, they're pretty inventive, too, I mean, some of that stuff, wow, but, you know, like when you, you you wake up and you're you're chained to something and you got a hacksaw. You know, your your option is cutting your own foot off Ugh, to get out. Gosh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's just that's just awesome. That's just I mean that's well thought out. That's some good stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'd say I, I like this series. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of the Hostel series, which is kind of I mean it's just torture porn basically. Um, I mean, I, I prefer the the moral compass type type of thing, like hmm. like the Saw series is. Um, what about the Purge? Yeah, <laughs> that's just fun horror. <laughs> that's just crazy. I mean, the whole the whole idea, you know. Yeah, one night be as evil as you want to be, have fun. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I didn't see the sequel to it, but the first one was pretty cool. I, I kind of liked it. The masks and stuff made it kind of nice and creepy-ish. It seemed like there was, for the longest time, well, well, the longest time, I don't know, like a year or two, like, there was all these films with uh, people wearing masks. It was just yeah. like some kind of mysterious killer lurking outside, and he's got a mask on. Always got a mask on, yeah. No, wait, there's two. No, there's three. No, there's four. <laughs> no, there's five. It was one of the guys that was inside the house with you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of a theme for a little bit. Like the Strangers, I think that kind of kicked all that off. The right movie? Yeah. Strangers, yeah. 
Yeah, I think they kind of kicked that. Was it a VHS one of them? Yeah, it was like from back in the day. Um, oh, VHS the movie. Yeah, um, that's right. I didn't even think about that. I'm trying time. to think if that was one of them. You're next. Uh, I know there was other ones too. Um, Uh, you have, uh, we're talking about horror here, of course, uh, like actors or actresses that you, you, you see that you really like in, in horror roles. Oh yeah. Um, we talking classic or contemporary? Well, whatever. It don't matter. Whatever. Okay. Um, my, my horror heroes, um, um, Vincent Price, um. Oh, yeah, classics. Yeah, yeah, those are those are mine. Um, uh, I I remember my dad talking about when he was a kid, and you know he would see the the Wolfman do his transformation. He said that scared him and freaked him out. And there's nothing nothing scarier that you could see on film or TV. It's just amazing the. The, you know, I remember him saying that, and now, you know, yeah. kids would laugh at that. That'd be like a, a Saturday morning cartoon. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, they put the, the old films, as far as that stuff goes, like the newer ones kind of put all that to shame, but still, though, the classics can't beat them. Um, yeah, so... If you have kids, start them off with the classics first yes. before they see all this new crap with all the crazy computer effects and, you know. Yeah. Let, let, them, them, let them enjoy the horror. Yeah. Let them enjoy it. Because if they see that stuff first, you know, uh, they won't be desensitized to what's out there now. Yeah. And it's always good to know your, your foundation of Horror films, and you know, yeah, have a good starting point of where things began. Yeah, like uh, my kids seen um, the House of Wax remake, and um, oh, it was just really bad. <laughs> and you know, so I mean, it's like the automatic thought is, well, if this remake is bad, the original must be bad too, which it was not. Um, that's. I mean, that's just another reason to start with the classics first because they start with the remakes. They think the classics are going to be just as bad and then they'll never appreciate or never, they'll totally lose the love for the genre that mm-hmm. they miss yeah. out so much. So are you as excited as I am about the new Ghostbusters movie? Um, yes. And <laughs> I... I figured as much, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, I guess I should give him an honest answer. Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know, I think a lot of people feel the same way, probably. It's, it's like, you know, you you, you want to see the story come back, and you want to see the original yeah. characters, you know. And, and I was excited to hear about it, and then they announced the cast, and it's like, ah. <laughs> yep. You know they're, you know, very talented ladies, and and you know nothing against them, but gosh, you know I was really disappointed. Of course, Harold Ramis gone and everything. It's, I I really wish they would have done this, you know, Before five you. years ago or yeah. so. Let's see, that'd be two thousand ten. That you know, yeah, that would have been nice. You know, maybe even a little sooner, but no, they had to to wait so long to do it. And I guess. There was some, something, some I don't know if a feud or just there's some disagreements with Bill Murray and and the uh, Aykroyd and them and they, for whatever reason, it just never materialized until now and it's like ah oh, you guys, look yeah. what you did yeah yeah thanks guys, but yeah. <laughs> you never know it could turn out to be pretty cool yeah I try to be optimistic but I have my doubts yeah me too yeah I was um. I, I don't know. I mean, I've 
disgusted with people and of course her first reaction is, Oh, you're just mad because it's all girls and you're you're like anti feminist or whatever. It's like, no, it's it's not that at all. I mean I couldn't care less if there's four women doing it. I'd just like to see at least one promo picture of four girls that look like they want to be there. They either look mad or bored. It's yeah. like if you know if, if that's how they're feeling, that's gonna come across the the movie too, and 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 people are gonna see that. And again, people who never seen the original Ghostbusters are gonna see that, and they'll be like, "What's all the hype? This is crap." It, it, it's not. You know, it's just I don't know. I, I'm just a remake hater. I, I don't know. Okay, you're a remake hater. Is there one that you kind of enjoyed, or uh, Friday the Thirteenth remake? I like because the guy actually chased them. Um, I mean, it was something cool and creepy about the original Jason, where they could run ten miles around a man standing <laughs> right behind them. Yeah, this dude actually would take off running to the point where the one guy he couldn't catch up to, so he just grabbed his axe and threw it at him. Oh, speaking of running, yeah. Running zombies or shuffling zombies? Ooh, good one. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I, I kind of like to play pay homage to uh, Romero with the, with the shuffling, but at the same time, it's kind of cool to see him like actually keep up with people when they're trying to get away from him. Twenty eight days later. Oh yeah. Oh man. And um, well, it's a remake, of course. But the night of the the day of the dead, the one we learned in the shopping mall. With Bing, Bing Rames. Rames. Yeah. And, I, I uh, actually enjoyed that one. Um, I like that, too. Yeah, and, and for being a remake, you know, it was, it was pretty good. I like the ending, you know, where they're on the boat. and Yeah. yeah. They, they think they're, you know, good to go, and then... Yeah, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like that. Um, they made another one. I think it was part of the remake series. I, I don't remember a lot about it. I do remember not liking it so much. Um, I just remember this one zombie, for whatever reason, they kept focusing on him. And he was behind a fence. Ah, oh, man. I don't know, it was, it was a boar fest, so that's probably why I can't remember much about it. I, I just remember that particular zombie just walking around staring at the camera, smiling through <laughs> at least three quarters of the movie. I don't know. I don't. I never. Maybe got he was that. A, an extra. He got it last minute, and <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't know. You're not supposed to look at the camera. <laughs> yeah, he, he just looked at the camera and smiled. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm I'm done with this. You know, they're supposed to be mindless zombies. This dude, yeah, like, you know, he was looking yeah, there like was, he was intelligent. There was one of the Resident Evil movies. Like, man, I I thought they could have done a better job because I was watching it and like. Of course, like the the zombie, couple of zombies that are close to the camera, the makeup's real elaborate, mm. and then you could see like each layer was less and less elaborate, and then pretty much I think like the the last layer of zombies was just they were like on a they're a cardboard on a stick, and someone was just <laughs> just kind of waving them around like oh zombies. I was watching this. I was like, what in the hell? Come on, yeah, yeah. That's one, I don't know, I'm kind of disappointed in Resident Evil series. Like, when I played the game, like, gosh, I love the game. Back oh, on man. the original PlayStation, yep. man, that was creepy as hell. It was, it was crazy, it was crawling on the walls and shit, that was a good game, I love that. And then you watch the movie and it's, uh, Yeah. I'm sure people have talked about this for years and years, but, you know, just, just thinking about it now, fresh in my mind, it's... That was, you know, it's hard to believe because I'm, you know, such a movie person. I would, I would hope that the movie scares me more than the video game, but yeah, it's not the case. No, that was that, almost like too much action and not enough scare. Yeah. That's that's one thing I want to ask you. I mean, you've wrote stories, of course, and screenplays. What about writing a video game? Have you ever thought about doing that? Actually, no. It's not a bad idea, really. I think you should. Yeah, I should um, I should go about see, you know, see about how you how you go about doing that. Make a game that would really freak people out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Boy, that's kind of got the wheels turning a little bit. Well, it'd be a challenge, but I mean, 
There were. Oh, have you heard about the Oculus Rift? It's uh, Oculus. Yeah, a mirror. No, it's a oh. uh, uh, like a, a head uh, headgear system where um, instead of looking at a TV screen, it's right into right in like these glasses, kind of like a VR type setup. Oh, so when you turn your okay. head, like you know, the environment you know, scans with your head. There were some uh, games they have out for that right now. They were pretty creepy. Um, That'd be awesome, man. I mean, you'd be like right there in the game with them. Yeah, I think uh, Sony bought them, or Sony's doing like their own version of it or something. And uh, I don't know if it's out yet or it's supposed to be coming out soon, but you know, it'd be worth checking out, I think. What, um, for you? What what would you prefer? Cause I know you're like in more into the filming, the directing, camera angles and stuff. Um, uh, M Night Shyamalan. Thank you. I can never get <laughs> his name right. Yeah. Okay, I've seen some of his films and like some of the camera angles, like in um, Unbreakable, are just horrid to me personally. I mean, what do you think of his style? As far as, as far um, as, I know he's done a few horror things, like the visits yeah, is new one. The the two that are fresh in my mind are Signs and uh, the Sixth Sense. Um, I don't recall anything. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen mm-hmm. those movies. Um, Unbreakable. Gosh, I. It's been a long time since I've seen that. I I don't it's recall so anything that. That um, you know jumped out at me. Uh, you know, I guess it'd be worth watching them again. You know, just since you brought that up, I'm curious to see. You know, like, it was an Unbreakable or all of them that you noticed. It? Mainly Unbreakable. That's when it really stands out. Because like, there's there's a scene where Bruce Willis is sitting at the table with his, the character that was playing his wife, and it's like the camera. You can see more of the table than you can of them. You know, or like they'll just they'll it, go to a scene and they're just standing there, not talking. Now they're just like standing there, and it's like okay for the dramatic effect, but tone it hmm. down. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's interesting. I'd be, you know, I'd like to take a look at it and see see what you're talking about. You know, rarely is something not done on purpose. You know, yeah. there's got to be a message be behind a, a it. Reason behind it. Yeah. And, you know. You know, he's not going to have some DP that's not up to par. I mean, that was his follow-up to uh, Sixth Sense, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so, all right, well, I'll uh, be sure to watch that before we talk next time and, and see if I can see what you're saying, or, you know, see what you're talking about in that. Yeah, because, I mean, I was, I was watching it on, um, I was like, I don't know, TNT or one of them. It was like a real late at night, and I was watching it. Never, but up to that point, I never watched, like, I never sat through the whole thing. I thought it was a good idea. You know, I, I thought it was a neat, neat idea that, you know, Bruce Willis is kind of like the super, superheroic type of guy who, you know, I mean, he just doesn't get hurt, which was really cool and stuff, but, and I'm watching it, and I don't know if I was looking at it as a writer instead of just as a viewer, but I was like, man, what's with the table? <laughs> hmm. You know, and yeah. it's like... Interesting. Yeah, like okay, why are we wasting all this film on these people who are just standing there looking well, down or looking at each like other? Like I said, I mean, you know, rarely is anything done that's not meant to be done in film. Yeah, yeah. So it, there's got to be a reason why he was doing it or showing it. You know. Yeah, there was something. Something had to be in his head to make him want to do it that way. It just I don't know. Well, it's getting close to time to get out of here. So if uh, people want to find you on Twitter, uh, just at TG Reaper, um, pretty sure that's my Twitter account. On uh, Facebook, I've got Voices of the Reaper um, fan page, and I also have TG Reaper Horror Author, and um, that's my personal page. Um, and you guys can always shoot me a request, I'd be happy to uh, talk to you guys and all that stuff. I don't get on Twitter as much as I used to, um, but stuff that I um, stuff that I put on my fan page, 
it automatically goes to my Twitter page. So, so like if there's any announcements or anything that I put on there, it'll go. Plus, every weekend I put up a free horror story for you guys to enjoy. Nice free horror story. Yeah, <laughs> who can turn that down? Yeah, yeah. So at TG Reaper, yep. For Twitter, and you're on Facebook. And you're on Amazon with all your crazy horror yep. stories. And Barnes and & Noble and Target and Walmart.com. Uh, um, they don't have my work on their shelves, but they do have my work on their, in their website. Stores. Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, apparently I don't fit the family criteria. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> guy that goes by the name of... Uh, Reaper. T.G. Reaper. uh not family friendly. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. So, but they will sell my stuff on their online stores. So, so you know, happy about that. Yeah, got to win those battles when you can. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, fans of Reaper and horror and film and books and whatnot. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And uh, I think Reaper and I are going to grab some lunch. So we'll. Uh, Talk to you next time. Yeah, good seeing you guys. Sweet nightmares and all that stuff. Enjoy.